Something for all your home needs and all at great prices. Whether you're looking for a dining room table, a king-size bed for your master bedroom, or a sofa for your living room, Gallery Furniture Gainesville has you covered with so many different brands, so many different styles, and they also offer you financing. Voyager by Catnapper, The Love Seat, Sofa Combo, $16.29. Choose your color, Brandy, Slate, or Elk, Recliners from $2.99. Tons of bedding options. Ask for Donna. When you visit Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville, askforthewolfman.com. Hey there, everyone. This is Melissa, and I live in Milton with my husband, Tony, and our four girls, Emily, Allison, Caroline, and Josephine. As Georgia natives, my husband and I would listen to Caddy on date nights way back in 1993, riding around town with Caddy's voice in the background and that good old country music in the speakers. Now we're still riding around town, but we have four kids with us, we still get to hear Caddy, and now his sweet wife Donna too. I love hearing all the secrets behind radio and concerts and their funny and very relatable stories about life with teenagers. It's quite comforting to know that we're not the only ones whose child does random TikTok dances in public places. I can't even keep up with what's cool these days. Now here's Caddy and his sweet, sweet wife Donna with My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. And my name's Don, and I'm Caddy's wife. You know how I love animals? Like animals of all kinds. Like last weekend, we went to dinner at some friend's house, and they had a little bunny. And we both held the bunny, and he was so cute. So I love animals. I love ferrets. I love gerbils. I love cats. I love dogs. So. What are we getting now? Well. We're not, but I just want you to hear me out on this. Last night I went to dinner with my friend Susan and I was driving home. And in this particular area where we live in um, North Fulton, which is a suburb of Atlanta, there is this bridge area kind of near our house that goes over a marsh. Do you know what I'm kind of talking about? Like a marshy area? Kind of over by the roundabout. I've lived up here. Near the manor, roundabout, that area. There's like a bridge. Anyway. I thought you were Ted's Montana Grill in Avalon. I was, but I what, came... did you bring the back way home? No, yes, I came home the, that way. Anyway. Well, that's suspect. Okay. Well, no, no, hang on. No, seriously. What, <laughs> what are you no doing over here in the manor if you had I dinner at, the at the Ted's manor. Montana Grill? You're not listening. I wasn't at the manor. I went over a bridge near the roundabout near the manor. That's kind of a marshy area. I think Carl knows what I'm talking Whatever. about. Anyway, so every time I go over the marshy area, I see this beaver. Okay, he's like on the side of the road. He's a big beaver. And I'm like, I'd like to take a picture of him because he's so cute. And he just kind of sits there and he has those two big paddle teeth <laughs> in the front. So I pulled in this driveway. And I thought, okay, I'm going to get a picture of this beaver. And so I got out and he wasn't, he was just kind of like sitting there, you know, like on his little hind feet. And then I was like... I. I went to take a picture of him, and it's kind of blurry, but I do have the picture. But then I was like, could I pet him? Like, can you pet him? But can you pet a beaver? It's like being in nature, close up. And so then I was like, I don't know if you can pet him. So he was just kind of sitting there. So I got a long stick, and I pet him with a stick. Just so I could. What the hell are you doing? What are you talking about? Who doesn't want to pet that? Come home. What are you doing pulling over in a stranger's driveway? Digging around in their azaleas to find a stick. Was it in their azaleas? And then trying to stroke a beaver. Okay. 
it was just it was but I was like oh my gosh I've I see him all the time he's kind of like always every if you're listening and you live in North Fulton you've seen this beaver I'm telling Pun. you yes you know everyone has there are in North Fulton County no. you, you tag them too no you're you ready to your friends and you know is, like which one it is this is a specific he has one a chip paddle tooth in the front his left front paddle tooth is chipped <laughs> so you know that that's Gary why do you want to rain on my parade it was come fun. home okay. come home okay okay Anyway, I had a great dinner with Susan, and I got to pet a beaver. Well, on the side of the road. <laughs> okay. With a stick. With a stick. All right, what was your Core 57 hype song today? Number one hit from Thomas Rhett and John Party, Beer Can't Fix. Oh, that's a good one. Let's get some tempo. Yeah. To the Caddy and Donna Core 57 Spotify hype song playlist. Well, I'm going to bring you some more, because I've got Rihanna and T.I. Live Your Life. Live your life. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So right. those are two really exciting songs. Yeah, TR and, and John Party is on uh, TR's Thomas Rhett CD, uh, Center Point Road. I do like that one. And the video for that is great. They're like Down out on the Key boat. West. Yeah, it's really Which, good. Did you see, did you read, did you hear Key West, you're going to have to wear a mask until June 2021 if you go to Key West, if you go to the Keys in Florida. Yeah. Tw- That's a, a long year time. Away. That seems aggressive. I mean, like to to plan that far out, you know? But I think maybe what they're trying to do is maybe they're keep tourists away. No, maybe. That, that's we've talked about going to Key West. We love to go to Key West. It's a seedy city. Yeah. If you ever need to get away, you go to Key West. You don't if you t- need yeah. to hide from someone, maybe the law, you okay. go to Key West. Yeah, that's not why I go there. If anybody's listening in law enforcement, I don't go there for that. I go there for the key lime pie and the bike riding. The rabid cats you can pet. <laughs> <laughs> but bike, I just thought that that was that, I, that's a that's a long time, you know. Because now I'm I'm I have no desire to go to Key West. If I have to wear a mask the entire time I'm there, I know. So we're off to Dayton, by the way. Yes, Dayton, Ohio, where they're mask free for our next vacation. I don't even know where that is. Okay, um, did we wrap that up? Yeah, those okay. are two great songs. All right, today's episode of my second act is part true crime podcast, as we. Further discuss the disappearance years ago of Uncle Poppy. Yes. Roscoe, our hound dog's hedgehog. stuffed hedgehog toy. Yes. Last pod told you that, that and I've included a picture of, of Roscoe and Uncle Poppy in the letter this past weekend so that you could see how real he the got look of excitement yes. for Roscoe in the backyard when he had d- rediscovered yes. Uncle Poppy. All right. So you get a call from our neighbor, Robin. Henry and, and Robin's great friend of the family, and they've been neighbors we've, since we moved in there. I think we're the, maybe the two OGs, with the exception of Debbie and Sean. Yeah, of the neighborhood. Parker, there's like 33 homes in our neighborhood. I know. I was thinking, you know, when we were talking about Robin, how lucky. If you have good neighbors, you know what we're talking about. You're like so lucky to have them. You know, they're good neighbors. And they're really good because Robin found Uncle Poppy. The Uncle Poppy story has been solved. Yeah, so she called me yesterday. Because we wondered where he came from. Right. Well, he'd been missing for almost like a year. So she called me yesterday on her way home from work, and she was listening to the podcast. Thank you, Robin. And she said, I almost drove off the road. I was laughing so hard. She said, I knew as soon as you started the story. Because there are neighbors, if you're looking from our house down to the street, they're on the right side of us. And they had done some yard work and found Uncle Poppy. 
and they knew it wasn't their dog. So they assumed that it was either our, we have two um, hound dogs. So it was either Sally's or Roscoe's. So Robin, we have kind of a high hill. So Robin tried to throw Uncle Poppy up the hill and he kept rolling down. She kept finding him like day after day. Like he, cause it's, it's quite a hill to get it up there. And so Noah, her son, threw Uncle Poppy into the yard, finally got him up into the yard. And that's when Roscoe took over. So she was like, I had no idea that it had a name that he was going to like. And he take ownership of it. Now, the story of Uncle Poppy gets a little dark here. Yeah. Last night. In another development. In a new development. Last night I came in and Roscoe has been babying this thing. He'll, he won't put it down. Like if, if you go out, like at night, they have invisible collars. But at night we have to walk them or they'll bark and she won't come in and chase deers for until three in the morning but anyway he takes uncle poppy with him like on his walks everywhere he goes but last night i came in and he had been cradling him in his little bed and then i turned around and all of uncle poppy's stuffing was gone everywhere like out on the floor he chewed a hole in so you know what that happens because i don't have a sewing machine well i don't have a sewing machine i can't sew this thing back up and he can't swallow the squeaky toy inside of it so i had to divert him with some boar's head turkey and then throw Uncle Poppy in the trash can, which was very sad, but I and don't know what to Roscoe do. And now Roscoe is walking around looking for Uncle Poppy. Well, I think we'll he get him. Is. Maybe we'll get him another one. But but you've noticed, he, he, he seems I know. depressed. I know, but I could not let him swallow the little squeaky part of like it. Like if Roscoe was in the house and he knew that he had left Uncle Poppy in the garage, he would stand by the door that enters into the garage, but in the house and, and just, just wait for someone to open the door so yes. that he could go get Uncle Poppy and then bring it back inside. The problem is we can get a new one, but he's not going to smell like that one. Maybe not a bad thing. Probably not. All right. Let's launch the appy of the show. Are you ready? One, I'm ready. two, one, and a two, and a three, and a four. Okay. So this app for my appy is one that a lot of people know about. Um, but we have to remember not all of us have grown kids. So I'm, I'm doing this as a uh, public service for anyone who has younger kids. The app is called Life L-I-F-E 360. If this was a multi-level... Your kids will loathe you. Yeah. When but you if download this, this app. <laughs> exactly. But if this was a multi-level marketing app, I would we could retire right now because I have told so many people through the years about this app and it's been out for a while now, but we started using it when it really first came out. And what you do is you, your kids have to download it. It sends them a text to download it and they go into kind of like your circle and you can see where they are at all times. And I've had people say to me, well, I just used, you know, um, the iPhone, find my iPhone. And what we learned, maybe that technology's changed some, but when we were using it with Will, it was always, it would come up, when your user plugs into Wi-Fi, you'll be able to see their and so locations. So they avoid Wi-Fi. No, they avoid Wi-Fi. Yeah, or they would say he would say my battery's at two percent. Well, the beautiful thing about Life three hundred and sixty is it shows their battery, so you can even look at their battery and say, hey, you need to plug your phone up, especially if they're away somewhere and you know, you know, they're going to go dark. Um, it shows where they go. It shows how fast they're driving. A couple of reasons for this app. It's not just to watch them constantly, but when you have new drivers. It's a lot of information and you really have to set it to the side because it tells you if they're hard braking, it tells you if they're tailgating, it tells you how many times they're on their phone while they're driving. It's a lot of information and you just really don't want to overwhelm them. Our thing with our kids was always as long as we pay for the phone, you have to have Life 360 So they will. He pays for his own phone pays for his own phone now. He's out of my circle. Six months ago, he was able to delete the app and and become an independent. Yes. (laughs) 
I mean, when they're in college, I will say, like, when he was driving back and forth, you know, from here to um, uh, Brunswick. Brunswick, it was it it was it helped me honestly to be able to see, you know, when he had arrived back at his dorm because they are they're driving on highways, they're doing, but sometimes you're like, oh boy, um, but. A couple of funny things about, well, one really good thing about 360 before I tell you the funny thing. I got, um, actually someone had written on another friend of mine's um, Instagram, something really good too about the Live 360 is there is a feature on there that is a crash detection feature. And you know, a lot of our kids don't drive fancy cars like adults do with OnStar and all of that stuff. And so her daughter had had a crash and they actually got a call from Life 360 saying that, you know, her daughter had been involved in a crash, told her that told them exact location so they could send the police out. Because you have to remember, I don't want this to be really dark, but if your kids have a bad accident or any kind of accident and they're not able to get to their phone to tell you where they are, they could be sitting on the side of the road, you know, for quite a while. So it really is a great app. If you don't have kids that are driving yet, the thing that I used to love about it is when I was working and we had someone helping us pick Charlotte up. I knew when she left school, when she got in the house, because it also works in other people's cars as well. So it just kind of gives you because a Because it's on your phone, your child's exactly. phone. Exactly. So it, it, it goes with your child exactly. on their phone, wherever they may be. I mean, everybody's had that moment where, for whatever reason, you can't get in touch with your kid on the phone. And you're like, what is going on? Where are they? And then you just, you know, you're able to look it up and, and know that, okay, they're, you know, school's running late. They haven't come out yet. They haven't been dismissed. It's a great app. And you're able to see everybody in the circle. Yes. And you can add friends, too. I don't know why you would do that, but well, you can add anybody. Yeah, you can add anyone be, in there. You know, nieces, nephews, grandkids, or And if you're a whatever. parent, you can take yourself out of the circle. Because for a while, the kids were telling you all the time, Mom's at Nordstrom Rack. I've never, I've never, oh, did you take, I've never been in the circle. You've never been in the I circle. I never, I never did the consent button, hit the consent button on the text. Because right. I'm a grown adult. I, I'm, I'm cool with that being on a live 360 app. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte told me. I'm at work. <laughs> Charlotte's told us before, like, um. Like we've gone to dinner with friends and she's Man, like, this will be good. Go she's ahead. like, did you guys go? She calls it the mercantator. There's this little local bar here in, in North Fulton called the mercantile social. And she calls it the mercantator social. And she's like, I saw on live 360 where you went to the mercantator social. I'm like, mm, yep. Cause the kids can see your movements. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're, that's speeds. why I took myself out for a while. Are you yeah. back in? I'm back in because you know what? I think it helps them too to know where you are. I think it does provide them some, Peace of mind. I don't care if they know where I am. I'm not up to anything. Donna, don't don't do that. Except I'm petting a beaver. Don't do that. Anyway, so it's a great app, and um, a couple of funny things about the app. There, so Will, when he was in eighth grade, he went over to watch a, the SEC game with some friends, and I just had this feeling. I'm like, hmm. you know, my your, mother's kidding. Your mom dar, yeah, mom dar goes up, and I'm like. So it wasn't a kid that I was used to him hanging out with, but just, okay, whatever. So they went over there. And when I met the mom, I had met her a few times before. I'm not going to use any names here, but she was a little naive, you know. And she was like, oh, they're just going to hang out in the basement. My husband's traveling and I'm going to hang out upstairs. And so all of a sudden, it was probably like 9.30, 10 o'clock. And it was when Will had Instagram. Him and his friends start posting these pictures. And I'm not going to tell you what was in the pictures, but somebody had gotten into somebody's PBR. And it was like, oh my gosh. So I text this woman and I said, hey, are they still at your house? And she's like, yes, everything's fine. They're downstairs and they're just, you know, hanging out. And I'm like, you might want to just cruise through the basement and see what's going on. She texts me back. She's like, can you come pick him up? 
<laughs> they are having a full-on rager down here, and I had no idea. Like, in her basement, she's just sitting upstairs watching, like, the housewives, and they're having, like, this party watching downstairs. A, um, gosh, hang on. Now I've lost it. What was the show on ABC that was so popular with Evelyn Gorey back in the day? Oh, Desperate Housewives. Yes. Like she's upstairs watching Desperate Housewives <laughs> and her third bottle of wine. It's full rager but, going downstairs. Yeah. And then the other thing that these, I shouldn't tell you these tricks and trades, but you need to know this, these sneaky little kids will do is when they get in high school and they're having a party and they sneak out, like they spend the night at someone's house and they sneak out, they only take one phone. Yep. Because that's why Life 360 works is because these kids cannot be without their phones because they have to document their lives in great detail, you know? And so... They always have their phone on them, so it never stops working. And if it turns off, you'll get an alert, and you have to be like, turn your locations back on. That's when you know they're up to no good. But what they'll do is they'll take one phone, and they'll leave all the phones in the couch cushions. So because it then transmits yeah. <laughs> that they're at their friend's yeah, house where they told exactly, you they were going to be. Exactly. Where you can see, oh, look at them. They've tucked themselves yeah, in. Yeah. And that's a, I see a lot of that on social media, too, because mm -hmm. the kids brag about doing that. It's yes. like, why, why you don't you don't give all your trade secrets? Right. Yeah. But the app is great. Um, there was some comment made, you know, on the last pod that I did a reverse search on someone's house. I did do that. I will tell you why. Again, when Will was... Well, I think we need to explain in case someone's listening out of sequence. Well, okay, so... Charlotte, Charlotte went to... A party. A, a, a Lake Sinclair. It wasn't a party. Yeah, no, it was, it was a birthday party. She's she's a rising freshman for people. Yeah, she is. a party. She went to... Um, it was a birthday party. I didn't really know the family that well. Part party is a story I'm getting ready to tell you about. Yeah. I was a little well, nervous, but it ended up being okay. But it brought... You said something about... I know you've done a reverse search on a house before, and I did do one on Will's because... Probably like 10th grade, he would always say, um, like, after school or whatever, he's like, I'm going to go hang out with, um, it would say some friend's name. Again, it's somebody I had no idea who this person was and whatever. But it was all the time. And I think he had a girlfriend, but he just didn't want to tell us, you know. And so I looked up this place and he was there all the time after school. And I'm like, okay, what is this place? So it tells you the address. So I just sort of put it in. Google. Google. The Google and, the Google machine. And it came up. It was fine. It was just like someone's house. But I knew who owned the house, how much the house cost, how long they'd live there. And that's when I was like, you know. Acreage. And I probably need to take, back it, off a little take bit. it down well, a notch. I, I want to circle back around real quick to what you said in the beginning. That is, you, you, you have to be careful with this because you also you do. don't want your kids to think. You're over-monitoring them. That you're watching their every single move because... It'll backfire on you. It will. It will. And and and, that, and we that never did. Easily. Yeah, and we. I never said. We never said stuff like, "Oh, you, you know, you went to Subway today, and then you went here, and then you got gas, and then you." I mean, again, it's just kind of used to to make sure that they're on the road, that they're not driving a hundred miles an hour, that they're not, you know, they're not in danger. So Will would try to be sneaky a lot and turn off his. Um, oh my gosh. Whatever. He, he was like the original Ferris Bueller. He had stock photos of whiteboards. Uh, yeah. And so if it if so if it pinged that he was at playing was soccer. At, or at Zaxby's, which is, you know, within walking distance of the high school right. that he went to. It it pinged a lot for um Well, here's the thing though about Park. The Cambridge well, right, but North Park, Cambridge High School and Zaxby's, yes. they're all right they're very close <laughs> in proximity, like on top of one another. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and so sometimes if your pinger's off and that happens, we all know. And then and when they're walking, working, yeah, and when right. they're walking it, because it's so satellite. I, remember I would shoot them a text and I would be like, Will, yeah, why, why are you not in school? Why are you exact speeds? 
He's like, I'm not there. And then and his so shoes he would get she, a picture. She, he would send back a picture of a whiteboard. And a pair and his shoes. But it was a photo that he had taken yeah. weeks ago. And so he had stock photos in his <laughs> camera roll on his phone of photographs to send you. I forgot how we busted him with that. But uh, I know we, we exactly laugh about how. it now. But I would shoot him a text too. If his if his if he signed off live three sixty, I would send him a text. I said, Son, you have ten minutes. To get back on. To get back online. Or I am going online to Verizon.com and I'm killing your phone. And I, and I did it a couple of times. Until you turn it back on. Well, and we were getting, the, the, what happened is we were getting a lot of, because you get emails from the school when they miss a class. And oh, so, I'm flashing back to this. Yes. Days. And so we were getting a ton of those. And so one day I said to a him, ton. yeah, I said to him, I said, are you in school? Because we had gotten one of those. And he's like, oh yeah, sends me the stock photo. And it's him with his feet up on the desk. So you get his little shoes and the whiteboard. And he's pinging for North Park. And so I said to you, drive over to North Park. Well, he's up there playing soccer. Yeah. During the school day. Yeah. And it's like. With a bunch of buddies. But, but he, he was so crafty because you said, well, I thought you just told, you know, Donna that you were in school. He's like, I just left. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, oh. And we, yeah. Yeah. So it's a great, it's, it's a good app. I, I, you know. And if you have young kids, you're listening to us right now and you're thinking, I am never going to need this. My kids always tell the truth. They're the most wonderful. Ch-. And they all are. But. You know that little saying, like when you when you're giving kids things and, and they're they're like, "Can I have that color?" and can I, and you're like, "Nope, you get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit." That's kind of the way it works. Like that's what God does with you with kids. You get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. One of them's going to be like super truthful. One of them's never going to tell the truth. One's going to push the lines. One's going to you know. It, you just when they're little, you don't think you're ever going to need these types of devices. And trust me, you will. You there will come a day. There will come a day. All right, sing us out, and then I'm going to share. Oh, we just got Appy. All right. Speaking of people who just party at their mother's house. Well, where the hell did that set come from? <laughs> Aren't you going to tell your story? Well, I am. It, it is just about... appalling. Well, it really Well, is. maybe I shouldn't then. No, you should. People want to hear it. People want to hear it. I mean, the kids are just like, what? Well, I water it down. Yeah. I tell the kids. <laughs> we'll water it down here, too, probably. I probably need to. Yeah. Um, we were having a conversation before we came to the studio today. Donna says to me, now you're not going to tell that part of the story, are you? I said, no. Yeah, please. Um, my mother, Grammy, as the kids call her, was a public school teacher my entire life. We struggled with money. Um, and, and so mother, one summer, decided that she was going to make some extra money and teach at the North Carolina legislator school it's like a leadership summer camp yeah like an academy type thing lasted uh, there were like three sessions at three weeks apiece at western carolina university which is where my entire family went i'm the only one not to graduate but down to my great-grandparents western carolina university in Cullowhee is is in my parent my grandparents my maternal grandparents are from silva which is my mother was born in silva which is 10 minutes from western so that that part of western north carolina is is dear to my heart and what was Grammy going to teach at the leadership school? well it was it was um, English or history it wasn't classes necessarily oh. it was um just I, like I segments oh I'm just fascinated by this like Grammy teaching this leadership academy it was legislators school. legislators okay all right I had been nominated and went the summer prior uh-huh and mother was very impressed with the program and Did knew you- that she could make so she then applied to teach the next summer where are we as far as the timeline? This is the summer of 1988. Mm. I was a rising sophomore in high school. I was 15 years old. My sister, Jujina, was a rising senior in high school. All right. 
So mom decides that she's going to take move to Cullowee, North Carolina, for the entire summer oh, and boy. live in a dorm on the campus of Western and teach at the Legislator School, the Leadership Academy, and leave my sister and I at home. By yourselves? At 15 and 17. I couldn't even drive. What about, why couldn't you stay with your dad? I know your parents were divorced. But dad traveled a lot. Did he know this? I don't think at the time... There's been conversations in the family about this. Who knew what and this how is a, long and Grammy was gone. This is like a pivotal and, story. It always comes up with everyone, everybody's together. And your mom trusts the sort of like, oh, it, you know, I wasn't gone that long. So we had a three-ring composition notebook that we left on the kitchen table, which is where everybody came in through the kitchen. Who's everybody? Oh, my God. You would sign in. For what? Because we just wanted a log of everybody that had come over during the summer. <laughs> and so every, every day was a new page. And... And so uh, people were over all hours of the day and night at any time. People would just walk in the house because nobody was, was there. Th- this was like what, what? What was the MTV show? Um, remember they used to shoot them on the during spring break or during the summer. They had like a beach, the beach party. Yeah, house beach house. And you yeah, just came went as you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like that. This is that was our home. Yeah. When I was in high school for one summer, mother did not go back after the first summer. What did the neighbors think? Did they ever like complain or? No, and. You know, back then you knew every single one of your neighbors. Yeah, but did, there weren't cell Ju- phones. Did Julie cook for you? Like, who? What? Did, how did you eat? Donna. I don't remember. Oh, I just remember people coming in and out all the time. So one night, one Saturday night, we decided we we're going to have some friends over. Uh huh. And if you can flash back to your high school days, and you ever thought there was a time maybe you thought you were going to throw a party and just have, you know, twenty of your people. friends over. Did you do a flyer? No, but okay. it, it, no, but it word spread quick. So uh, Julie and I invite some friends over. Well, word gets out, and and so we went to St. Stephen's High School in Hickory. So you know the the Bandy kids, Bandy High School hear about it, and Hickory High School kids oh hear my about gosh. it. And South Caldwell kids, <laughs> where Eric Church went to high school, they hear you know, and so it becomes, there's no parents at this house for the entire summer. Oh my gosh! So as the as the night goes on, it continues to get just crazy and there are people that, there are people that are parked in our backyard okay how old are you again 15 15 okay the streets in our neighborhood are lined with cars it's out of control at this point and my sister and i are not really concerned because we're just living in the moment having a good time and everybody's just <laughs> drinking partying and carrying on and so uh my mother there were no cell phones and mom did not come back an awful lot during the summer like maybe once every other weekend she would come back our house was also for sale at the time oh because Julie was getting ready to turn 18. And if I recall, in the divorce decree, when she turned 18, they had to sell the home. Oh, my gosh. So the house was under on, on, on the market at the time as well. And that's what Mama kept saying, The you know, listen. Keep it clean. They can show it at any time. Please oh. keep the house clean. Please keep the house clean. <laughs> no. So there are people, there are tire marks in Mama's backyard from Jeeps that are parked everywhere. And it's just, it's a it's a wreck, Donna. It's, it's a, a rager. Oh, my God, it is. It is. And we're, everybody's having a blast. And So finally, someone comes running in, and I remember this, through the back door and says, Julie, hide. Jane's here. Because everybody called my mom Jane. Oh, my you know? gosh. I mean, like, yeah. all, all of our friends Ms. called Jane's, mom. Miss Jane's here. Miss Jane. Jane's here. And everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. That's so funny. It's like 1030 <laughs> at night. Ha, 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 ha. Jane's not here. She's in Cullowee three hours away. Mama walks through the damn door. Oh, God. <laughs> Mama walks through the garage in the kitchen. <laughs> and there's probably 300 people in her house. Do you still, like, right now, thinking back, like, flashing back, do you remember, like, the look on her face? 
It was not as bad as I thought it would be. Really? Her first question was, you ready? Are they showing the house tomorrow? Because there are beer cans and liquor bottles everywhere. What? That's what she said? Yeah. Yeah. What would you have said? I would have been like, I don't, I don't think I can say it on here. So someone called the sheriff and the sheriff's department shows up and they shut down the neighborhood. Like you cannot get in or out of our neighborhood. And there were maybe three, four different entrances to our neighborhood. You couldn't get in or out. There are blue lights everywhere. Everybody had to line up in our kitchen and use the red rotary phone on the wall. Oh, to call your parents. To call your parents to come pick them up, come pick you up. So where's Jane then? Like what she, she's just sort of, uh, she walking around picking things up. I mean, she's just... patting around. <laughs> smoking her Kent King. Did somebody like jump out the bathroom window or something? Yes. And destroy a toilet? Yes. yes. Some, there were two people that were in mother's room. Mm. I think they were. Watching TV or whatever. Whatever they were doing. Yeah. And so when mom comes home. They got And worried. the girl was one of my sister's very good friends, very close friends. And they got worried. They got worried. And so Hugh. Uh, goes into the adjoining bathroom to the master bedroom and he pulls up, he throws up the window and, and he stands on the toilet and he's a big old tall boy. And what he doesn't understand is number one, that it looks like it's on the ground floor and it's not, it's actually two stories, uh-huh. this window. And there's a pirate. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Pyracantha bush. Is that right? Is that a pyracantha bush? <laughs> no. It's like one of those prickly bushes. Oh, sticky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bad sticky. And there's like a row of those beneath the, the window on the ground level on the lawn and Hugh jumps out the window and lands in the pyracantha bushes. That's like a roll maneuver. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, speaking of rolls as, as he pivots off of the toilet, the toilet seat comes off as he pivots and, and projects himself out the window and down two stories into the pyracantha bushes. And that's what mom was most upset about. So Hugh came over the next day and he apologized because he knew mom too. And he apologized. And he fixed um fixed, he fixed the toilet. Mom's toilet. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But they also broke her in her bedroom. I don't know how this happened, but she had like one of the. You know how your parents had like that furniture? We talked about this that you couldn't touch, couldn't sit on, and there oh, was a yes. chair, was a sitting chair in yes. the master bedroom, wrapped in plastic. It had, had very delicate legs. Yes, and arms. And, uh-huh. and it had uh, like uh, what would you call it, Donna? Where you put your feet? Like a bolster thing that comes up. No, it was a separate entity. Ottoman, an Ottoman type. Very small, though, and very antiquish. A stool. And very, very shaky. A footstool. And one of the, they broke two of the legs on that. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you something that I know about my mother-in-law. She, that would send her over the edge. Because, you know, she, even if at the mountain house, she has a lot of, like, little wooden stools and stuff. And, like, when the kids were little, they would, like, jump on top of them. And she would be on them, like, get off, you know, don't be jumping on those things. So I bet that really sent her over. Breaking that stool. I mean, if I could find. So, what was the next day like when you woke up? Was it just sort of like a haze? Everybody woke up and you were like, "Did that really happen?" I think that there were a lot of cars still parked in the yard, uh-huh. front and back, and in the streets. So, did she go back, or she just into her? Contract? No, she went back. She went back on Sunday. What? I think she left the next night. Yeah, and we 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 tone things down a little bit. But yeah. I've always wondered where that log is. I would love to see the log because, you know, you have those friends that were there every night that li- lived at our house, basically. What did they tell their parents, I wonder? Oh, who cares? it was the summer, Don. Who cared? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, that's my crazy story. If she, Good thing she didn't have Live 360. Remember those rotary phones on the kitchen wall? Oh, yeah. You get, and it just yeah, it took forever to yeah. dial because you're like, oh, is daddy going to answer? I hope daddy doesn't answer. I hope mom yeah. answers. And then you hang up because you're like, if, they, if he answered, you know, you hang up and be like, no, they weren't home. Yeah. 
All right. The official meal kit for families is Dinner Affair. 15 new selections every single month. You get a super simple recipe card with each of the dinner packages that come uh, wrapped in butcher paper that you can freeze and thaw when you decide to have a, a healthy, nutritious, great meal from Dinner Affair with your family. They've done all the chopping for you. Every single ingredient that you need to prepare um, comes separated in bags. You can add what you want and leave out what your kids don't want. All packaging is 100% recyclable. A delicious and easy family dinner. Uh, every meal, you some of them take five minutes, 10 minutes, some 20, 25. Uh, get uh, delicious and easy dinner family time and getting back to the dinner table with healthy food you and your kids love. Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. $30 off your first order when you enter the promo caddy. Promo code is caddy, C-A-D-D-Y, at dinneraffare.com, dinneraffair.com. Have you been injured by someone else's irresponsible behavior? Don't worry. The expert car accident lawyers and medical doctors are ready to help you. The Hurt 911 Injury Group at 1-800-HURT-911, Georgia's premier choice in accident care. They'll partner you with the right injury doctor, injury attorney, or medical specialist and get you on the fast road to recovery. The 1-800-HURT-911 Injury Group. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. No charge to you unless they win your case. Zero out-of-pocket costs to be seen by a HURT-911 doctor or attorney. 1-800-HURT-911. So there's this new... Um there was an article about that Carson Daly was talking about, you know, Carson Daly used to be on, remember him? He was on MTV. TRL. TRL. He was so young then. It's kind of jarring. I mean, I'm, I'm old too, but when I see him, I'm like, yeah, like he's like that, almost like that perpetual teenager that you're like, I can't believe Carson Daly's that old. Um, but he hosts the voice now and, um, also does the today show, the today show. Yep. The third hour or some, I think he's on sometimes the regular hours, but anyways, he and his wife, Siri, um, they have, how many kids do they have? Like four? I think four. I think four. this was their fourth that they just had. Yeah. So they just had a baby and he is, um, he has been talking out or speaking out about how him and his wife, um, do not sleep together and they will never sleep together again. And it's called, is that because they just don't want any more children? What well, maybe, but you it's called the same bed, right? It's called sleep divorcing and it's a thing. And so basically he, it started when she was pregnant, when Siri, his wife was pregnant and she was just uncomfortable, didn't have enough room. Listen, if you've ever been pregnant, I remember I used to have that huge pregnancy pillow. It was like another human in the bed and you just flop around like a whale or a fish trying to like get comfortable. It's just horrible. Um, but he, they just don't do it anymore. And he says, you know what? We woke up, we just shook hands like, I love you, but it's time to sleep divorce. It'll be the best thing for all of us, he said. And so they, they spend time together. They love each other. They're very happy. But Not they, a reflection on their marriage at all. No. And I think sometimes that people think that they want to read more into it, but they were just like, you know what? Sleep is so important. And it's funny because people have always asked me, like when you used to get up at 345, they said to do morning radio for so long, they said, do you guys sleep in different rooms or does he sleep in a different bed? And I said, no. And when you first started doing mornings, I would pretty much wake up every morning, you know, because you, it's jarring to hear the alarm go off in the middle of the night. But I, it got to the point where I never woke up later. And you were always so good. You never overslept. And then at the end, a couple of times, I think you were just so tired. Like, I think I would turn off the alarm or not know I was doing it. And there were a couple of times where you woke up, it would be like, Seven o'clock? Noon. It's like, oh my gosh. No, it wasn't that bad. No. no or or you, it happens to everybody. It doesn't matter yeah. if you get up at 345 in the morning or not. If you get up at 630, sometimes you set your alarm for PM when you meant to set AM. I mean, right. it happens, I'm just going to fall asleep you know? for 10 more minutes. Right, yeah. 
But with you, it was like, oh my gosh. Like, Well, my thing was, you know, it's not like someone can come from the back and cover my till. Right. Come from the stock room and cover right. my register. Until you, know, you get there. You host a morning show. If you're not there, it's pretty obvious. Although there were contingency plans, and every, every morning show has them. Uh, there are already edited bits and segments ready to go that are evergreen, meaning they could run at any time. Yeah. That if someone's running late, you just pop in um, evergreen blakes, yeah. just, and then no one misses you. Just to cover. Yeah. And you, there were plenty of times, and I'd be driving, not, not plenty, because I was, I was all. You were really good about. But there were times out. when I would be driving down 400 at 515, and I'd be on the phone with the producer saying, okay, let's plug this in here, do this, yeah. so juggle this, da da da. I'll be there by 545, be in the studio by 548. Let's plan on going live at 551 just so we can get a time check in so I that know. people know that we're live. And this, has, another, yeah. this has nothing to do with the sleep divorcing, but it did. I was always nervous when you would drive in at 345, you know, for something in the morning because it used to be when you first started, we talked about this, you were one of the only people on the road. And then as the years went by, it seemed like there were more people on the road, you know, at 445. There well, were, people's days start much earlier. Yeah, because well, why of do you traffic. Think like morning, local morning news now starts at 430. And I think right. it's only a matter of time until that moves back to 4 a.m. But I was always worried like they're going to be wrong way drivers. It's just so Well, there is all of that. All we, you, of that. You occasionally hear stories about yeah. people in the media, not just radio, but TV, that are going into work that early in the morning. It's and dangerous. And they're involved in accidents or with drunk drivers. Or yeah. you're also, um, you get pulled over a lot. Yeah. Because it's, you know, law enforcement... Just wants to make sure you, you're not impaired. You're, you're not doing something. Coming home from the club, right? You yeah. know, and so I probably I got pulled over several times. Yeah, and you're always respectful and 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 just you know, going to work. Going where do you work? Goodness gracious, what are you doing on the road at three forty five? Right. You're going to work, you know? right? So. It's a little early. Well, so we've always slept in the same room, but I will tell you, you know, I know you're going to talk about my snoring, but I have a couple of um, audio things that I'm happy to play. Your snoring is out of control. And for me, it's not so much the snoring. That's one thing. It's also like, I think why the sleep divorcing thing works later in life is because you have an established marriage and you know, it's not going to lead to like divorce or anything like that. But like you have different time periods. Like sometimes I stay up to watch a certain show and you have this thing, this new thing lately where you fall asleep with the TV on. We never would keep the TV on. And I mean, I'll wake up and the TV is blaring at like two in the morning and I'm like oh my gosh where is the remote so I think you develop these different habits somebody goes to sleep at a different time somebody wants to read someone wants to have the light on okay. you know a couple things mm -hmm. a couple things yes I try to be in the bed and asleep before you come in mm -hmm. because you do snore as do you and it keeps me up mm -hmm. so I asked what is a running joke that we have like if you're if you're if I'm still awake in the bedroom and you come in, I'm like, what are you doing? It's not time for you to go to bed yet. I'm not asleep yet. What are you doing? It's not time. No, no, it's not time. Yeah. Um, so there's the, 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 the snoring issue. Uh-huh. For me And then as you well. also, we have a very nice 5,000 square foot home and you choose to read in the bed like with Most lights on do. and I can hear you flipping pages. Oh my gosh. If I'm trying to sleep. You're also. Is that a misophonia thing or what is that? It's a lot of things. Okay. Then there's um. What else you got? Well, I got one more. Uh -huh. It just drives me crazy. Okay. And this was unplanned. We're just uh -huh. kind of go, having go therapy. Ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It's a trust tree. You will lie in the bed and scroll social media and TikTok with your volume up. Oh, I know. And you get so, so I mad. can hear, and I'll be like, mm -mm, "There's none of that." I know. Stop that. Mm -mm. We can't do that, Donna, because it's just. I think it's disrespectful. Okay. It's kind of like people that watch videos in a restaurant with your volume up. Don't do that. 
I don't want to hear your video. Well, sometimes it's I about don't. as bad as when someone says, "Come here quick." I want you to watch this video. Well, I do that to you all the I, time. Thank you. If I wanted to see that video, I would have already seen it. Uh-huh. And one more. Oh, let me. is this this Ron White thing? Let me tell you another Something thing about, about you. That you, you don't know about you. Right? That you don't know about you no, that I don't like. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, this is not dire uh-huh. directly about you necessarily. Uh-huh. If you're going to show someone a video uh-huh. and they're going to get up off the couch and put down their ring ding, What's that? And walk into the kitchen and and appease you by watching the video. Have the ready, the video ready. Have it queued up oh. before you call for me. Oh my gosh! Before you call Don't for me, call for make me. Make sure the video's ready. Okay. Have it ready to go. Your volume up. Like you, you do a little test, a test play. Like hit play just to make sure the video is there. It's the right video you want to see, and the volume is on a is is at a a a, a good level. That's all I ask. Listen to yourself. These demands that you have. They're not demands. It's respect. Can't come to bed too early. Your page turning's too loud. Volume down and have your video queued up. Don't watch videos with the volume up in well, the bed. Well, I don't and do don't that normally. Loudly I, I don't realize that my volume's on. As soon as I hear someone, I'm like, oh, I'll turn it off. <sighs> a lot of times I'm playing my digi games. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You're a winner. Yes. I don't hear that as often as I would like to. Well, I turn it, I know, turn you it know, down. And also the, the, the whole couple sleeping thing too i'm a i'm a fat man like this shirt i'm wearing right now is so tight that i'm having a problem breathing as we tape this podcast right now it is just pulling from material from all over right now this shirt because it's so small and i feel from so the much COVID. weight from the COVID. right yeah. and i went to the gym for the first time this very week. proud of you and i was very nervous about that listen i would you've heard me say i would go to disney world today mm-hmm. you know I, I i i truly never quarantined the day okay. that Governor Kemp opened up the state of Georgia, I went out to restaurants and sat in booths three times okay. in one day. I never, yeah. But for whatever reason, the gym always scared me. I just, the gym to me is germy. Yeah, well, very on germy. a good day it is. Yeah, my point. And, and so anyway, I was very nervous about it, but it felt so great to get back in. Yes, because you my were really doing, right now. you were doing well. I was, I was going five days a week for nearly a year and then COVID kicked in, but my feet right now are so sore. In my my traps, in my glutes, <laughs> I'm just a mess. As we sit here in the studio, well, right what, now. what are you doing? What are your exercises you're doing? Squatting all of them and before, lunging, Donna. squatting, all of those. lunging, all kicking. Of those. All of those. <laughs> but so because I'm fat, uh-huh. I sleep on the edge of the bed. Oh, it because, drives me crazy. Okay, but let me explain. Because there's a air conditioning register on my side of the bed. And so if I could, I would find like some flexible piping or something and put it over the air conditioning vent and then run it up to the, the ceiling in our bedroom and then have it just blow on me directly. I think you can get a fan for your mattress and like have it just blow uh, on Something you. like that because I, I enjoy being cool yes. when I sleep. And so, yeah, I, I, I hug the right side of the bed, the side of the bed that I'm on because I, I if I could crawl down in that air conditioning vent and sleep there like a bat, I would. Okay. And you say I'm trying to get away from you. I know because I'm like I like you're I'm awfully a, handsy. Oh my, I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh! Seriously, yeah. Big people it's called cuddling. Big people spooning. though, we enjoy air conditioning vents. It's called cuddling we, and spooning. We, like like a, a a secret service pre visit detail. We will seek out air conditioning vents in every room that we're in, <laughs> even in a stranger's house, so that we're seated. 
kind of like the exit rows. Air conditioning vent. Like exactly. the exit row. Yeah, you find that vent. God, the shirt's pulling. I got to take the shirt off. I mean, it is like well, pulling from areas that it should not be pulling from right now. Well, the good yeah, news jeans. I had, I'm, I, my <laughs> jeans are unbuttoned right now. I just want to announce to the room. <laughs> All right. My jeans are unbuttoned. So someone, when we get done here in a moment, someone remind me to button my jeans before I stand up. I think Please, and that's, that's for y'all's benefit, by the But we're all, like, struggling with this COVID. You know what I mean? Like, this COVID uh, 20, 30 that everybody's put on. Yeah. Wearing, like, button yeah. pants and stuff. Well, here's the thing I think you have to do. you got to figure out what works for you. So, um, you know, if it, if it works to sleep in different rooms, go for I was, it. I was talking to Olivia, our 16-year-old, about this. Um, I love that the kids are interested in what we do. So... Olivia yeah, they always say, what are you going to talk about? Yeah, Olivia's like, Dad, what are y'all talking about? She knew we were going to the studio. I think they were, we were going to talk about them. What are you going to talk about? And uh, I said, you know, we're talking about this, we're talking about this. And listen, many, most of the conversations that we have on this podcast are not actually planned. They just happen. And that's fantastic, too. Um, but I said, we're going to talk about sleep divorce and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and she says to me, you know, it really makes my life tough, Dad, when mom's on the couch sleeping. Because when I come down to get my snacks... Oh, I wake up. You wake. She, mom wakes up, and so I found out where all the, the 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 squeaky hardwood boards are in our floor. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, like if I'm watching TV, I'll fall asleep out there for a while. Or you said that if I'm snoring too loud, you'll go out there occasionally. Yes, I will. And the dogs get mad because they they're all sleeping. They have their little beds yeah. everywhere. It's like, can I just get a room to get some rest? Rest my eyes. You want to maximize your profit when you're selling your home? Of course you do. Sell your home on your time frame without being pressured. Call my friend Tracy Cousineau and real estate expert advisors. Their system is proven to get you up to 18% more money than traditional real estate agents. It's a multi-million dollar strategic marketing system that will drive the most demand for your home. Tracy Cousineau's real estate expert advisor system is so powerful that it sold over 300 homes in two years, sat on the market, and failed to sell with other agents. Get an absolutely free valuation of what your home can sell for in today's market. 855-MY-EXPERT is the number. 855-MY-EXPERT or TracyCousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. 855-MY-EXPERT. The world has changed, but your desire to live your healthiest life has not. From temperature checks to extra deep cleaning, your health and safety when you visit our offices, health parks, and hospitals remains our top priority. Wellstar Health System. Our primary care and specialty medical experts are ready to see you through any health concern you may have. We are here for Georgia and we are here for you. Wellstar, more than health care, people care. Got a Facebook message from Jennifer Brennan on the Cadillac Jack Facebook fan page. My week was made when I stumbled upon your podcast. I'm enjoying both you and Donna on your second act. It is great to hear your voice again. Having Donna with you this time is awesome. Thank you for making me laugh and smile while listening to your podcast. Um, Jennifer, we've been going back and forth on social media. Just found the podcast, but she listened to me on Terrestrial Radio for, for, I mean, she sent me a picture of me and Dallas and Tug from a concert at uh, Verizon. Like I think the first season the Verizon Amphitheater was open. Wow. In so she's like a long-time listener. And she just discovered the podcast. Well, we have a lot of people like that. And that's why we tell you, like, you know, again, we're not operating a multi-level marketing system here. But please tell your friends. You two tell you tell two friends and they tell two friends because we do know that a lot of people are just finding the pod. 
And again, you can start at any point. You don't have to start at the beginning. You can listen wherever you want, whenever you want. So thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer, for joining us. And um, you know, new listeners of the pod, rolling in and daily. And, and many begin their podcast journey with the most recent episode. And if that is you, hi. But when you have time, remember that you can go back and you can go back to episode one from January 7th, 2020. Yes. Listen anytime you'd like. Podcasts never go away. You know, like radio, you can listen on your own time. So Vicki Tanner is also a pod peak for this episode. Uh, she was a faithful listener on Terrestrial Radio and loves the podcast. Uh, when Donna was talking about the Cabbage Patch dolls, I was dying. So here's my Cabbage Patch story. When they first came out, you could only buy them at Babyland General. Now, Babyland General is in Cleveland, Georgia, which is in the North Georgia mountains. Right, like a baby hospital. But then later on, you could purchase them in stores. I wanted one so bad, and my mom went to Zayers. Okay, stop right there. <laughs> stop right there. Okay, Vicky, there was a Zayers in Smyrna. And Zayers was like the original Walmart, although not quite as big. There was like a Zayers and a Kmart. And my sister and I have been trying to remember what the name of that store was that was in Smyrna where we grew up. And we knew it started with a Z. And we were like, is it Zesto's? No, that's it. So Zayers, that was it. Zayers. I can still see the Z. Mom went to Zayers and fought some woman to get me one, but came out empty-handed. After she fought me, her mother, Vicki Tanner's mother fought at Zayers. Her God love her. Off a mama, and she listen, lost. a mama will do anything for her daughter. After months of begging for one, mom decided Santa Claus would bring a special one, and she had one made for me, and I thought, oh, it, dear. And thought it would be a good idea to make it look like me. Oh. Um, <laughs> I actually included the photo that she sent me in this past weekend's letter. Mm. Uh, I may also include it again in this weekend um, because you'll see Vicky indeed looks just like her. I can't wait to see this child. I was devastated when I saw it. <laughs> she writes and realized I could not comb her yarn hair. Oh, but soon grew fond of her and dressed her and carried her around. But I honestly didn't even remember her name. I think I may have changed it a few times. I still have her boxed up, but still to this day, do not know what prompted my mom to make her look like me. I love that. <laughs> it's like a little mini me a little mini me of yourself thanks for the last enjoy each episode uh, you guys can relate a lot Vicki Tanner thank you I Vicky. love that Aww. thank you Vicki for uh, a little mini me of Vicki um, I have a pod peep and um, oh gosh you're gonna kill me I don't know her name it's a brown bag, Poppy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, actually, I'll, I'll, she, you know why? Because she reached out to me on Instagram, and I she has her um, screen name, but I don't know what her real name is. I don't want to give out her screen name, but I'll, I'll find out her name name. Anyways, she said, hey, Donna, you, you guys have me rolling today with your funeral stories. My grandparents and two sets of great-grandparents are buried at Westview also. If you remember, I was talking about my my grandmother, who is my Olivia's, obviously, great-grandmother, who passed away, so she called her great-granny on wheels, and she was buried at Westview. So this pod peep, her grandparents were also buried there. She said, I remember taking picnics out there with my grandparents when I was a kid. I go with my mom and her siblings every year the weekend after Thanksgiving to put out the Christmas flowers for all of them. And every year it's an adventure. We ride through just to see, and there's always some things to see. And she was telling me about these crypts that have all these decorated flowers in them. There's this place called the Abbey that um, has that she went through one time, and there were all these kids doing, like, in Victorian dresses doing a project. It is it is like, it sounds crazy to think that you would drive through a cemetery, but because it's so old and just, I mean, again, this sounds kind of creepy, but some of the headstones are truly amazing um, and the crypts and so forth that you, you can drive through it. It's that big. So um, 
I could I had no idea that you could do all this. And I'm going to take the girls down there, I think, to to revisit where Great Granny was buried. But I will find out who this pod peep is. I don't want to give out her Insta name. I'll have to stay home and tend to the grass. I bet. Yeah. And my other pod peep is our friend, Elizabeth Harrington, who worked with us um, at the radio station. And she lives in Florida now. And she had posted this adorable, as you know, I love animals. She posted this adorable picture of her pug. And this they got a new little kitten, an orange tabby. And they were like hugging on each other and sleeping together. They're so cute. And he had his little arm around her. And I wrote back to her and I said, this is the cutest. And she said, you're never going to believe this. My son named him Cactus Jack, but we call him Cadillac Jack. So you have a little kitty named after you. Is that the cutest that thing is. ever? Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Little kitty cat. Melissa Gibson intro this episode of the podcast. Melissa lives here in, in Milton. Um, she and her husband own a um, commercial landscape company, Gibson Landscape, here in North Fulton County. But uh, Melissa also has her own photography business. As she writes here, she told me here, uh, with a very original name, Melissa Gibson Photography. <laughs> Easy to remember. <laughs> yes. Um, she and her husband were high school sweethearts, married 22 years. They have How four about girls. That? Four high girls. High school sweethearts. 17, 14, 12, and four. Goodness. We live up on Freemanville Road and also ran over our dog in our own driveway. Can you believe that? Not just me. Not just me. Former second grade teacher turned uh, stay at home mom after our oldest was born. Uh, Allison. Their daughter is also in marching band. She is, yeah, with Cambridge Olivia. With our daughter, yep. Olivia. Yep. So um, Melissa says she wanted to learn how to use her fancy camera to get nice pictures. And so um, she learned, she was self-taught and, and now has a very successful, thriving photography business. Yeah, and she does some amazing photography. During the very beginning of quarantine, I started the Front Steps Project here in Milton. Um, Melissa told me that it was actually started by a photographer friend of hers in Boston, but this friend urged her to, to join in. So it wasn't her original idea, but a great idea nonetheless. And this was the idea. She would drive to, to homes and, and her husband, Tony was actually her driver. Um, and they would hop out and take pictures of people and on their porches. And she would always social distance. Plus Melissa told me she was always at least 10 feet away. Right. But she would take pictures of families during the quarantine and then hop back in the car and head on to the next house. Um, the catch was families were asked to donate to Mills by Grace via my GoFundMe page that she had set up. Talk, if you don't mind, just some background about uh, Mills by Grace, which is a wonderful charity here in North, yeah, North Fulton County. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's run out of a church and um, over on Highway 9. And basically, you, Olivia and I and Charlotte and even Will, we've we've done this quite a bit. You've done it with us also. And you, there's different things you can do. You can go over and um, pack and prepare meals. Um, you can be a driver. If you ever have the opportunity to volunteer with your kids, do the whole thing. Um, it's, it's quite, a, it's, you know, it's a commitment, but go and pack the meals and then drive them to families because you've done this with me before. And um, it really will make an impression on you. That you, Puts your life into perspective. It really Things does. aren't quite as bad as you no. think maybe they are in and your life. And, and people are so thankful um, to get the meals. I do want to say one quick thing about Meals by Grace. Um, they may be opening back up, but they're still doing. Like you can go over there and pick up the food and pack at your home and return it to them. They, nothing's changed. Listen, there are still people in our communities more than ever that need food. So just because you can't do it in person, you can do it. And I will say for Melissa, these pictures she took were amazing because – they were pictures of family on the front porch, but I saw a lot of them. I also believe that they were kind of a moment in time because of what was going on. And, you know, sometimes when people as a family get together, 
you know, everyone has to have on everybody. The theme is we're all going to wear, you know, a blue shirt and khakis. Christmas pajamas. Yeah. And there was some of that, but these pictures were so relaxed. Well, they were raw in the moment. And they were raw in the moment. During a worldwide pandemic. Right. And it was just wonderful pictures of families together from their front porch. So word started to spread here in the Milton area and she photographed over 200 homes or 200 families rather in front of their homes for um, the Front Steps project. And I was going to try to do it and she she ran out of slots. She was so busy. In less than 10 days, the families of Milton raised over $9,000 for Meals huh. by Grace. See, who says so. that you can't do something with your, you know, again, what a, and I want to say what a set, what a great, we talk about this sometimes you know, the name of the podcast is Second Act because this is your second act um, after being in radio for 26 years. And I think for her, again, just to be, you know, to to have been a teacher, to be a stay-at-home mom and to pick up her camera and just start doing that, what an amazing second act. And the fact that what you do can help families in our community have meals, unbelievable. I want to piggyback on that because Melissa sent me a text and says, the fact that I had no idea how to help or stop what was going on with COVID but when I woke up in the middle of the night and thought, could I do this? Should I do this? And God said, listen here, lady, not only should you do this, but watch what I can do when you say yes. And finally, listen to something I put on your heart. And then she wrote in parentheses, did you know God talks sassy like that? I love it. That it was such a chills. blessing, such a blessing to see everyone come together. And I was thankful to be able to raise the money and just use my little bitty talent and camera. Uh, she also photographed a student-led uh, protests in downtown Alpharetta. She took some amazing photos. So um, thank you very much for your support. Um, Georgia native, Melissa Gibson, Georgia native, and has listened to me on Kick since 1994, which is the year I got to Atlanta and to Kicks when I was 19 years old. Yeah, she's been super supportive so, of you. the podcast and we're super supportive of what she's doing in the community. Don't ever think Melissa that... Melissa Gibson Photography. Don't ever think that you can't make a difference in your community. We have a small ask. Give you three things. Uh, number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the podcast. And number three, show our sponsors some love. We are so grateful for the uh, podcast support and love that we get from Wellstar. More than healthcare, people care. 1-800-HEART-911 and Dr. Brian Thiel. Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. And DinnerAffair.com, DinnerAFARE.com. Enjoy new episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.